Good afternoon, my name is Stephen Capaldo and welcome to another uh, anchor podcast of Wheelbarrow Man or From Capaldo with Love. Um, we're making uh, an audio podcast right now and later it'll be converted into, uh, into a YouTube with some video segments attached to it so you can view it either way, you can view it both ways if you like. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about... Uh, something I'll call Foundations of Growth or Foundations for Growth. I'm not exactly sure what exact title I'm going to use, but just some of the things that we have to keep in mind, which are from from Scripture, we, you know, basing ourselves on, on the word of truth, the truth of the Almighty Creator, things that we need to keep in mind as we, as we move uh, forward in these uh, difficult times, which are difficult and probably will get um, more difficult before they get better. But we should believe by faith, I do believe by faith, that eventually things will get better that we're, we're going through uh, a transition. We're moving from one cycle of creation to another, and that, that next cycle of creation, when we get to, or stage of creation, when we get there, it will be better. But for now, it's difficult because uh, Babylon is really trying to defend their, their positions. They're kind of heading into their last gasp, and they're just trying to defend their uh their positions, and that's why uh, some of the uh, we're, we're seeing some of these really bad things uh, coming out, and more will come out. But um, you know, people have to be ready to hear certain things, and that's that's part of the uh, the the dilemma now is that uh, are people ready to know uh, really the truth about who's doing what? Um, it's better just to stay where you are. In a lot of cases, depending on your level of growth and maturity and spirituality, it's just better to remain in a certain place and, and cope with the pain at that level rather than expose yourself, make yourself vulnerable to feeling more pain because of everything that's happening around us. So I think this is this is really part of the, the, the problem in trying to uh, help people become aware of what's going on um, is that there's a, there's a timing issue. You know, people aren't ready, and sometimes you just have to, uh, you know, people just have to go ahead and, and let people find out for themselves, or, uh, you know, show people rather than just tell people, you know, so, anyway, I think that eventually more and more people will f find out, you know, how, how really, uh, you know, evil has kind of overtaken our lives temporarily, you know, and how, how evil some of the some of the people at the top of the pyramid are. I mean, basically, that the top of the pyramid is evil. Uh, however, you want to call that pyramid, but you know, you want to call them globalists or uh, cabal or deep state or Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. Um, but uh, the rest of us, you know, we have to be ready to appreciate that. And I know that people talk about these cliché, the Great Awakening, you know, and uh, more and more people are becoming aware. I think we want people to become aware. We don't want them to swear oaths, you know, to anybody. We don't want them to put anybody on a pedestal. But, we, you know, we would like people to become aware of what's going on and to put their faith in the Almighty Creator in Christ and move forward in that way. And in the meantime, as we move forward and as people become more aware of the some of the realities, what are important things to focus on? Uh, and and from from the word of God, uh, we really should uh, put a lot of effort into uh, into our uh, into health and healing, into considering what it what it takes uh, to be healthy, and what it takes to be healed. Uh, that should be an important focus of our 
of our development. And, and we need also to be prepared for, for difficult times. And we've done a lot of talk on this podcast about preparation and, and what that means. And, and, there's, and we should have a learning program. We should have a, a way of finding out about things we need to do to be prepared and to be healthy and to be healed. And also our finances... Uh, need to be in order. We need to develop a, a, a strategy for a time when maybe paper currency isn't going to be what it used to be. And maybe the U.S. dollar is not going to be what it used to be. Um, and I think people need to study that and, and develop, a, develop a strategy for that. And then current events. What do you make of current events? And I'll go into each of these these four, the health and healing, the preparation, the finance, and the current events, these, these four things are kind of, you know, this, this is where you want to, you want to, you want to be healed. That's certainly biblical. You want to, you know, knowledge will increase. And so you should be prepared to find out about different things. You should be a good steward and you should be aware of the times and the seasons, right? So those are certainly things that uh, the Lord has instructed us to, to do, to be on top of in, in our own lives. And especially at a time like this, which is so, it's it's such a, a you know a situation that is in in uh, f- ferment. It's just uh, it's just uh, in flux all the time, changes all the time. And uh, you know a, a big one came. You know with this uh, this uh, pandemic narrative, this so- so-called pandemic narrative. Not not and again not to say that there isn't such a thing as uh, Corona or COVID. And not to say that seasonal illnesses don't kill people, but to say that uh, basically this uh, kind of normal thing of seasonal illnesses has been ratcheted up into a so-called pandemic as a as a smokescreen. That's what it's for. It's for it's a smokescreen to to collapse the economy and reset the economy in some other way. Uh, whether there will be more freedom or more enslavement, you know, it remains to be seen what's going to happen. But. Uh, uh, my my view uh, as a believer is that uh, in the short term it will it won't be good in the long term it will be good <laughs> so th- th- this is the way i uh, i view those things but we have a smoke screen now this this new focus you see in so many places on wearing masks you know is the uh you know it's been around for for a few months now the mask but there's a real new it, it, you can see in a number of places it's just ratcheted up this insistence that you have to be uh, you, you have to be wearing a mask, and really, uh, it has nothing to do with health. It has nothing to do with uh, with COVID. It, it's it's it has to do with the, it's it's like a test to see if when you wear a mask, if you can still be recognized. Will you submit? Will you submit to an arbitrary measure that really has no good medical or legal basis? You know, to do it as a reason to do it, and then if you do it, if you do wear a mask, uh, can you be recognized uh, facially? And apparently it seems that you can still be recognized facially even if you have a mask covering your, your nose and mouth. So anyway, this is, uh, this, this really, ultimately what, what does God want? He wants us to have personal sovereignty. Now the personal sovereignty, this does not mean that we are indifferent or inconsiderate of other people, but he wants us to have personal sovereignty. Um, you know, freedom in Christ Jesus, you know, you all remember that scripture. Um, and it does mean that you should be prepared to take responsibility uh, more and more for your your food, for your uh, energy, uh, energy use and consumption, your communications, how you com- communicate with different people, the different media that you have, the different platforms, the devices and all that stuff, your own personal security and your own health. You should be become more and more able to and willing and 
to, to take over or reclaim sovereignty and not rely on the government. Now, we're all tied into something. Most or almost all of us are tied into some some government programs, but you know, you, you might not be able to rely on those programs. Um, and you know, you have to, you have to come up with more, some strategies to become more and more sovereign as a, as a human being. That doesn't mean indifferent to others, because if you take good care of yourself, you'll be in a position to take care of someone else. And you should do that. The fact that maybe God has blessed you, it doesn't mean that you should be indifferent to other people. You should use some of those blessings plow them back in or, you know, reinvest them in someone who's, who still needs help. I mean, that's that's the whole point of being blessed and then giving and receiving and is that uh, you are blessed and so now you're in a position to enjoy those blessings for you, but also to take a portion of those blessings and bless others. So as you reclaim your personal sovereignty, you don't become less considerate as the uh, there were the people of Babylon claim, the rulers claim, is that, oh, you don't want to do this and that because you don't care about other people. No, it's because there is a principle of personal sovereignty. And until you can prove medically and legally that, you know, we should do this and that and it saves lives, and until you can prove that, then really you should allow, allow people to enjoy their personal servant, so sovereignty, which the powers that shouldn't be, they, they don't want to do. You know, the, the leaders of Babylon, they, they don't want to let you enjoy your personal sovereignty. So uh, anyway, some of these things that uh, that we that we should uh, do is that is uh, you know uh, are have to do with some of these points that I was raising before: health and preparation and finance and current events. Uh, health. I mean, I, you you know what is a good diet and not a good diet. You know that natural plant based diet is 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 the preferable diet. Some animal fats, but really you, you could survive without animal fat, but a little bit of animal fat is, is fine. Um, I think, you know, focus on, uh, obviously, if you're using animal products, learn what you can about the source of the products, that, you know, they should be, uh, that they should be uh, slaughtered, you know, in with some compassion. You know, there's there are more and less compassionate ways. I mean, let's not be hypocritical. If we eat animal products, the, you know, the animal is being killed. Okay, so let's not be hypocritical about that. But at least we could do some research to see if there's uh, some kind of uh, compassionate way of killing the animal. There are more and there are better and worse ways of doing that. Uh, supplements and uh, and really this this idea of just treating symptoms with pharmaceutical medications this is this is something that's going to be part of the of, of the past and you know a lot of us got sucked into that and you know we take medications and uh, then once you've taken them you know, you know you can't really get a medical doctor a North American or Western medical doctor to un unsubscribe those you know unless they're really you know they're they're really uh, into learning new ways of healing, so it's 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 very hard. You know, once you have prescription medications, it's very hard not to be on them anymore. But really, the future is going to be in how you take care of the 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 cells in your body because the cells get uh, fall ill, and when you you show the manifestation of uh, a disease like you know cancer or high blood pressure or heart disease or uh, something like that, it's it's an adaptation to the fact that you have allowed your cells to become unhealthy. So now find the way to make your cells healthy. And that's through diet and exercise and sleep and, uh, you know, some type of prayer or meditation, uh, something like that, that, that should all, that, that should be part of, uh, that, that should be part of a way of healing yourself. If you heal your cells, then you won't have this, these diseases, which really 
in a way, they're diseases, but they're adaptations to your unhealthy cells and your unhealthy life choices and diet choices. So learning how to heal yourself, that's the healing. Jesus' ministry was, it was so much about healing, right? He performed miracles of healing. He healed many people. He brought them back from the dead. I mean, this health and healing, this is this is a, this is a critical part of moving forward, especially in times like these. And uh, finances, what can you do? I mean, uh, you know, uh, generous giving, you know, that's, uh, and I understand that there are all kind of fights about the principle of tithing. And I think because basically the, uh, the, the, the re religion has distorted what true tithing is, but tithing is just, uh, it, it's not even necessarily a percentage, although literally, literally it means 10% of an increase. It's just the generous giving of people who need help. Uh, and you know, you, you sow into some situation and then you reap later. So that's really the principle. That's really the tithe is this continuous sowing into someone's needs, you know, helping meet needs. And, uh, you know, it, it can be 10% of some increase, but this, the, the church has just taken it. I mean, and religion generally has just taken it and twisted it into something like, you know, it goes to maintain a building, it goes to pay a pastor, you know, it goes for all the things that are really not of the most high that are not of you know the the father son and spirits you know the almighty almighty creator um, but uh, really there is the, the the foundation for financial health is is sowing to need and then reaping from that but because you love god not not because you want to make money and in the current situation um I, I honestly believe that getting a, getting away from banks and stocks as much as you can. I mean, if you've been investing, and I know this is a generational thing, the older people like me, you know, baby boomers, whatever you want to call us, uh, you know, we've put great great uh, emphasis on banks and stocks and that that type of investment. And I just think that's that's going to be something that's going to change, you know, uh, uh, the status of the dollar and the use of paper money, I think all of that, I think you can expect changes in the next, whatever, few years. Um, you know, and start thinking about if you've got, if you've got savings, you know, can you, can you buy things like, like uh, gold and silver? And I'm not uh, shilling for anybody. I just think if you do your homework and study what's really valuable, uh, and uh, even so, you never know. I mean, there's the possibility eventually that we'll go back on the gold standard, in which case the holding gold and other commodities, is that's really what's going to be valuable more than any of this, uh, this cash, you know, this money or stocks that you have. Uh, cryptocurrencies might be okay. That might fit in with the digital economy that's coming. Uh, land is kind of... Uh, land is traditionally, it's a good investment. Um... And I think when the, when the real estate market starts to crash, commercial real estate is all already crashing, but when the residential starts to crash, then it will be a good time to buy, but not really a good time to sell. The time to sell, if you want to take your gains now from whatever you bought your property for, and then you made a profit on it, and you pay your mortgage and expenses, whatever, those gains that still remain, now is the time to take them because those gains are going to disappear as the real residential market uh, crashes probably soon and probably will, will remain in a state of crash for, you know, two or three years. So we're looking at, you know, 2023 maybe for some kind of recovery uh, after, you know, because residential um, values are, are, I'm sure, going to go down. Uh, so uh, your health, physical health, uh, financial health, and then, 
preparation and learning and you know learning how to be you know food independent you know grow food store food and water uh be energy independent you know have some uh, generator capacity and all that stuff candles lamps matches uh, ways a way of communicating you know how how are you going to communicate i mean if uh, if you can't use your cell phone for some reason you know what what are you going to use you know there are things like walkie talkies you can use you can maybe still mail mail things you know in the traditional snail mail i, I don't know but but how you're going to communicate with people and your personal security now everyone says have a gun and of course, everyone gets all hyped up about that because uh, in the U.S. it's a, it's a right to have a gun, and in Canada and other countries, I'm sure it's the you know there is a right you can have a gun. I mean, you have to uh, follow procedures and be responsible about it. But that is something that you are allowed to do. Um, the idea, I think that uh, the the source of the threats, the way people explain the threats, it's there are looters and then there's governments. Now, looters, I think, looters might come. They might come into residential neighborhoods. I mean, it's possible they will. It's possible that, uh, I, I mean, they are, in some, some cases, going into certain neighborhoods. They may never come to you. They may come to you. And that's one thing. But, you know, you don't, you, you don't know. I mean, people, people allow themselves to be hyped up into a state of panic and hysteria. The government, is the government ever going to get organized enough to come to you and force you to take a vaccination or go to FEMA camp? I mean, you know, we, we don't even know. I don't, I don't even know if the, the government is that competent to organize that. And I, my sense is that the military and the police realize that a lot of this stuff is silly and they would not enforce it anyway. So I think the the idea is though that the you know the, the the that other kingdom of Babylon, darkness, Lucifer, Satan, whatever you want to call that other place, uh, you know they they want you to be afraid, and I think to be prepared, yes, I mean to have some way of preparing yourself. I mean you know there are, are knives, there are hard objects, there's mace, you can have a gun. I mean you know I think to think about self defense is good, but everybody says oh got to get a gun and here are the types and you got to you know get you know take a course and go practice on the firing range. If you want to, if you believe that that's that's a good thing, then, uh, or if you're already prepared with like that, that's fine. But you can look at the idea of self-defense in different ways, and you can also look at God as providing protection. Not, not. I don't say that as a naive statement. I think we have to think about what is His uh, physical preparation that He makes available. But I think the idea is ultimately we're under the uh, in our personal sovereignty that is God-given. We're under the sovereignty of God. Right, so, so that's um, uh, so that's uh, security, and then healthcare. I think more and more we have to just take responsibility for our healthcare, and and not not rely on having you know universal Medicare or you know uh, Medicaid or you know wh whatever. I mean, I think we we just can't be relying on that way of dealing with with uh, with problems this this uh this sovereignty or personal freedom in Christ Jesus that's given to us that, that is god given we have to start taking ownership of that we have to take we have to appropriate that and, and apply that principle to of personal sovereignty to to our lives so that's a little bit about uh health and healing and finances and the sort of the knowledge and preparation part of things uh, and what what about um, current events? How should we look at current events? How do we read the the times and the seasons and all that stuff? How, uh, um, basically, um, if you're in the U.S., 
Uh, the U.S. was founded as a constitutional republic in the 18th century, 1776, I guess, and then there were some other documents later in the century, towards the end of the century that came out. Um, but in 1871, apparently, there was a legislation passed that turned the U.S. into a corporation based in Washington, D.C. If you go check that out in 1871, and I don't remember what the name of the legislation was, but really, it, it, in, on paper at least, it ended the Constitutional Republic and turned the, turned the, uh, the U.S. government into a corporation. And the corporation is based on three... Uh, three units or three entities or, you know, working with or cooperating with three, three, three different legs of a stool or parts of a triangle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Federal Reserve System is one of them that was established in 1913. The federal, the, the, all this, this whole principle of central banks, I'm not talking about the small local banks, but central banks, the Federal Reserve System, the banks, uh, and that has led us into a system of, um, the, you know, uh, known as the military-industrial complex, you know, NATO and CIA and everything that those guys have been up to. Uh, it's led to a very complex relationship with China and with the state of Israel. Uh, those two are those two layers are very important to peel away if we're going to uh, reclaim really what God has for us. Th those two, China and the state of Israel, are two parts of the puzzle that really need to be. Um, they need to be addressed, need to be addressed. And you can do your research on that and come to the conclusions that you need to. But there's that whole federal and uh, banking part of it. There's the crown, uh, the crown. And there are a lot of rumors about what's happening with uh, Elizabeth and her gang and what their past has been and what their future will be. And then the Vatican, the Vatican, the, the richest place around, you know, all kinds of gold there and everything. And so... Really, this uh, U.S. corporation has been based on a, a system of banking, of crown for some authority and legitimacy, and Vatican uh, for uh, power and, and money. And the U.S. thought that they had kind of unlinked or delinked themselves from the crown, but uh, I would say quite the contrary. Um you know, on paper, the U.S. is not uh, connected to the crown anymore, but I would say since 1871, and especially with the founding of the United Nations, the, the, the U.S. has really thrown its lot in with the crown and the Vatican and the Federal Reserve System, the federal and international banking system, the global system. Um, the U.S. Uh, and all the countries have been following the Sustainable Development Goals uh, Agenda 2030, and a lot of these leaders who work in these three areas have been also on top of it involved in sex crimes. Uh, pedophilia and this type of thing so you know do, do your homework on all of this and 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 decide uh, you know what you know what your position is and what you believe and what you're willing to speak about it's very important that people become aware and that they speak not just become aware and kind of sit on the information but th that they become aware and they speak about it so uh that being said um I think I will stop this message there and I will do a second part because I have not really finished. I've, I've used up the time that I usually use, uh, for a podcast, you know, the, uh, thinking after 20 minutes, you know, people kind of start falling asleep. Uh, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll re sort of, sort of summarize this first part and then get into the second part of the message in another po podcast, but I'll stop here. I'll do, I'll do the prayers because we, we do that. I, I, I enjoy that as part of the uh, procedure, procedure, part of the program. 
Uh, Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back, for you have made the Lord your dwelling, who is my refuge, even the Most High, who is my refuge. So no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you, to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent. Because he has devoted his love to me, says the Lord God, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, rescue him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show my salvation. A psalm of David, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we have forgiven those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And amen. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.